0: Today is February 19th, 2022. This is episode 183 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your host, Gladys. And, shitter. and welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co host Quentin.
1: Hi, I'm really white today, apparently. All right, well, I need to tone down my lights. They're <laughs> gonna say I could tone down the Canadian. <laughs> Being Canadian is not why I'm white. I am white, therefore I am
2: I'm <laughs> Canadian.
1: <laughs> I'm in uh, I I want mode. to yes, call but I don't plot. want to be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I had the beard earlier too going, but I'd shave that first. And with us, the
0: Lore Boys. By the way, this is what the the art scene is called. It's called I called it Lore Boys, B-O-I-S. <laughs> lore Boys! Anonymous. Lore boys. And Sarah Tomoto,
3: of Phoenix Night Radio. Welcome, both of you.
0: Thank I thought you. I was
3: too old to be a boy with an eye. I don't know how I feel about well, this. Well, I mean, really. I'm going to have a bunch of feelings. You should it, it, keep going Is on. it an age thing <laughs> or a mindset? <laughs> That's even worse somehow. As he sips it from
2: also his, depends.
3: As he sips from his Charbucks cup.
4: <laughs> Reality is constructed, and I want to keep the BOI going as long as I possibly can.
1: There we go. Yeah. It also depends on who's calling you, boy.
4: C- can we make a yeah, BOI I guess, uh, scale? Context like?
3: Dependent boy. <laughs> yeah. Like soft boy, fuck boy. Yeah. I'm a soft bold soft, boy. That's gonna say, yeah, soft bold boy. <laughs> Fucked fuck boy? Is that a thing? Susan Swink? says you're an it's old... It's definitely
4: a thing.
0: Yeah, Susan says you're never too old to be a boy. Question mark? Um. To <laughs> be <laughs> anyways anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. Uh... <laughs> We're going hard from the start. Yeah, really, really push it. Saturdays, get wild on Saturdays. It's the afternoon. We're not tired from the week. We had like a, a long night of uh, Live Letter and, and Lost Ark to, uh, <coughs> you know, hype us for today. Uh, so True. let's let's get into what we did this week. Lightning rounds, though. It was Lost Ark. It was, just it was Lost, Lost Ark. Ark. It was Lost Ark. You can okay. join no Mr. Mococo. No D&D this week. Uh,
1: Lost Ark. You did the Val- Valentine's event. I did it
0: with Susan. It was cute. Is that good? Okay. It was good. It wasn't bad. I like I liked uh I liked the 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 uh the the, the uh the story. I like the storyline. Uh if you missed our if you missed our playthrough you should should go watch it. It's pretty funny. Uh there's a there's a Chocobo who I called Chad with a K. Uh and <laughs> so You'll find out. Just go watch it. It's a lot of it's a lot of greatness. Uh, and also, uh, again, Lost Ark. Uh, you can join Mr. Makoko on on Regulus. Uh, man, I, d-
1: we're, d- we got we got a guild. We have a guild, and we, we're we're crafting a shop. It should yeah, be ready today.
0: Yeah, it should be ready <laughs> today. This that game is s- s- stupid fun. Like it's just it's just fun. It's they did so much. Other, outside of other things, they did a lot of fun things, right? So that's right. That's, right, that's I think that's our week. But
1: uh, so. yeah, that's pretty much the week. Uh, Sarah, what have you been up to? Uh,
3: a lot of Genshin Impact, actually. Okay. Fair. Yeah, good pulls. Uh, I got Ganyu, who I had been saving for for a very long time because I love archery. And Spender was saying, okay, Ganyu is going to be the type of archery you like. And it turns out he was absolutely right. <laughs> That's fair. He knows a disturbing amount about my play style, but hey, it means I get to shoot stuff and make arrows explode everywhere, so I'm happy. Also, random library things, because trying to figure out how library programs work when you're opening, but then everything's closed again, and all of the kids are just (laughs) so tired of Zoom programs is kind of hard. And you still have the requirements for a particular grant that you need to put on a certain amount of programs, and maybe <laughs> people actually attend them. Hi, I'm a librarian. This uh, will probably come up at least twice it. more. <laughs> cool, cool.
1: Moose, moose
4: pretty much just work, unfortunately. I think this is the first time I've turned on my gaming rig in like six weeks, which is really oh, depressing. Wow. Yeah, 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 it's pretty much like I'm trying to I'm trying to get like back to a normal rhythm with it, but yeah.
1: I've been there. I understand that a lot.
0: It's OK, uh, currently in the world of Final Fantasy 14, there's not a lot to do, so you can't. <laughs>
4: I took I took time off. I ignored responsibilities. Like I I just made space for 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 new Final Fantasy stuff. And then once I was like confident that I had it all archived and could look at it on Google Docs wherever I wanted, I was I was good to just kind of like step back again. (laughs) But I I hate that I have to. I cleared P1S. Does that count? Yeah. Yes. It does. Congrats.
3: Yeah. Does
1: count. We're working on spicy hippo
3: dissociation not just the thing you do while watching the Endwalker walker story
2: mm-hmm.
3: accurate yeah
1: it's
2: great
3: and <laughs> more ways than one
1: <laughs> so many feelings
3: like all so the many names
1: many for
0: that thing like tibian calls it soggy Sogy hippo, hippo.
1: <laughs> i mean to fair to be fair it is a horse but yeah brain hippo uh, uh we have two really really short news things <laughs> do we do we do. So uh, last week, uh, Palia finally announced what their business model is going to be. It's going to be free to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had a whole nice blog post on it. It'll be like, they're only going to charge for cosmetics. They're going to try to be very open about what they're going to do and what you're going to pay for. And also, one of the cosmetics you can buy is a, is a Fox onesie. So uh, I'll be playing that day one and probably spending money on it. Uh, and uh, yeah, it sounds like a really good business model. Uh, There's still an alpha. You can still sign up if you want to try to potentially get into alpha. Um, I unfortunately have not gotten in and try it yet, but one day I shall, uh, and then I won't be able to tell you that I have because usually they're under big NDAs. Uh, I mean, you could say yeah. that
0: you are in it. You just can't tell anybody
1: what's in it. <laughs> Depends on the NDA, but yes. The end. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the live letter 68, uh, last night. That's why we pushed our show to Saturday so that we didn't compete mm-hmm. with the two hour live letter. That was actually about four or five. And uh, they split into three parts. We had the last ten years, the next ten years, uh, and the six point X, uh, X roadmap. I guess we're doing uh, what is it like? Grass. I think I think we have yeah. So we have six point <laughs> one to six point five. There's uh, graphical updates that are slated for seven point That's not on the six point X roadmap. Um, they're trying to play make Final Fantasy fourteen better. They're going to do stuff more uh, solo stuff, more group stuff. Try to like. Figure out how that is. Some new stuff with trusts, uh, like Chili mentioned in chat, and Peter mentioned a second ago. Uh, there is going to be a graphical update for the grass to make it look real. <laughs> and uh, but we no major information. We know Hildebrand's coming back. Island Sanctuary got pushed to six point two. Data center travel is still coming before six point two. Uh, and we would have another live letter uh, March fourth coming up. So uh, two more weeks we'll be right back this one's at a little bit more inconvenient time I believe that's at 3 a.m. Pacific 6 a.m. Eastern and uh, 11 a.m. GMT Mm -hmm. so that's all the news yeah and and Moose just jumped right in with uh, lore stuff right off the bat (laughs)
2: <laughs> to
4: recognize, recognize what the the real the real world lore stuff over in the chat is that what yeah. we're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the for the oldest for the oldest people among us the like the um the beta and early 2.0 forums were just awful <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they've they improved up- but Believe it or not, yes. Believe it or not, this is actually... I mean, we're, we're declining again, but we're better than we were when it first... Especially the first few months when they first went live in, like, March 2011. It was just, like, months of all that built-up rage just blah on everybody. Um... But in the changeover from uh, 1.0 to ARR, there was like a lot of debate about where the graphical updates were changing and what things should be added and what things weren't. And there were a lot of discussions like, you know, take teleport away from anyone who's not a mage. Like, there was a whole <laughs> lot of really fun positions. and. Uh-huh one of the guys just became a meme for that he had to quit because the grass quality was too poor. Mm-hmm. And for, <laughs> for years, anytime anybody talked about grass, Rokian's name came up. <laughs> so, like, as soon as that, like, comparison of side-by-side of the pixelated grass and the really nice grass came up, all the old schoolers I know started DMing me, Rokian can come back! <laughs> <laughs> Did we really want him to? Maybe. <laughs> I mean if his only
1: issue with fourteen was that the grass wasn't high quality, then yeah, that compared to everyone else, that's a pretty good
3: that's a good take. So some people Moose were adamant has be, Moose has to be the nice person who's supportive of
4: the community. I could be a little asshole. I well now. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> 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 I think during those first few months, I was mostly like, I think everything I said for the first two months in the forums was, "Look, eleven's still there. If you like eleven, go play eleven. I want to jump and teleport." <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no jump, no jump.
0: This is a young moose, younger moose, just tell me. Yeah, younger
4: young younger moose didn't have the the, the community <laughs> skills.
0: Yeah, Younger Moose is just telling people
3: in Forbes, touch grass. (laughs) Young (laughs) Young Moose has opinions. (laughs) Touch grass even if it's more pixelated. Well, uh, we invited you here not to talk about grass. (laughs) uh,
1: One more thing on that. I did really enjoy all of the memes that came up with the graphic updates. Mm -hmm. Like, there was the one with the grapes. We have the squapes and the high quality grapes. Grapes, There's ones with like we put out our own about the pre-pandemic and post-pandemic yeah, Rogadim. Yep. Um, the the Lollapalooza uh, and just actual potatoes. <laughs> the potatoes. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The the memes that came out of this live letter were pretty
3: good. It's so good. I am pretty sure at this point they are designing those slides at least partly with the meme potential there, with an oh, yeah. eye towards it's this is how we will expect people to meme them.
4: Yeah. I mean if we would go back to Fanfest, they were talking about how they deliberately make ultimate mechanics to be streamable and fun to watch people streaming so they are definitely probably like thinking about how <laughs> these slides should be organized <laughs> about having the whole like oh you got this thing. oh there was a trick all along.
3: Uh, like, beautiful. I,
1: I love how all of us were uh, a few of us were in the general chat here last night and uh Tavian was in our uh like chat channels in Discord, and that Midlander, like the... Their Planger popped up on screen, the very realistic one. And all of us just immediately like recoiled at this. Like what the absolute, <laughs> it was beautiful. And I then like they played that long too. Like it was yeah. up there for a very long time before like, yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> so we're like, damn.
0: It really let the Uncanny Valley set in on that one.
1: <laughs> that was too uncanny. Yeah. No. Uh, Although like- I kind of wish they did that with like Yastrola or one of the cat girls. Cause that oh, would have been even creepier. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, because then somebody would have wanted it. That's the problem. Then somebody would have been on the forums like, well, actually, <laughs> now that you showed me a cat
3: lady with that face, uh, maybe World I kind of do want of it that. within five minutes. Oh, that real quick. Yep. hmm I, mean, I still remember he back in FF11 when they released Scholar, and like, that was my first, introduction, my first introduction to, wait, they made part of that how fast? So fast.
0: I'm so surprised that Uncanny Valley Derplander Twitter account wasn't created that night.
4: <laughs> Someone's rushing off to do it right now. Right speak. now, like, yeah, you, so. you definitely should have done it before you said it. Probably. Yeah, it was, or it's it already there. <laughs> I'm surprised
0: he <laughs> the, hasn't the made pro- it. The problem is that I got to, like, tweet <laughs> on that a lot. Also true. So. And what am I going to tweet? Like. Don't, don't trust me. I look too good, or what?
1: <laughs> Once a day, every day, you just tweet that photo. Uh,
4: that it doesn't or, have no, deep content. Like, just because you're just because you're HD Derplander doesn't mean you're any less Derplander. You just be Derplander. like That's if true. a drunk drunkmanphilia account could last as long as it did, <laughs> you have a chance.
2: Just, uh, no, I
4: feel like
3: what you want to do is you want to start grabbing lights for like Detroit become human or something. <laughs> Well, does it just not have that air? This is your mass-produced Derplander ready to serve in your home. Until it overrides its programming.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, that, that would be great. <laughs> it could also have the whole like toilets with ominous auras yeah. vibe going. Like a,
0: oh! like a weird <laughs> ARG of like HD Derplander. <laughs> oh, no. All of a sudden like then it le honestly, if HD Durflander led back into like a true ending for the near raids, I would that would be great. <laughs> like <God> damn it.
1: <laughs> I had into tactics a little bit just for fun.
0: <laughs> and nobody would disagree. Like if it just came out of nowhere with that Derflander and everyone's was like, damn it.
3: <laughs> now we gotta do it. Man, FFXIV toilets went for quite a while.
1: Tibian (laughs) says we're not allowed to say Beast anymore. Uh, (laughs) We did have a question. Do you think that the Omicrons will become one of the tribes that we get to interact with?
3: Uh, I never really thought of
1: that, actually.
3: I would be surprised if we don't have something with the Thule, given the whole, Mm. the last dregs, the thing at the center there. Uh, It seems like the You've got the NPC there who's telling us about all the... Like, that is clearly going to be expanded in some way. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. It's all, like, looking at the anchors and seeing what the options are, because they can't not do the Loperitz. So who's going to be the other one, is the question, and where is it going to be? Like, is it going to be terrestrial, or is it uh, both of them going to be in space? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, maybe just the Thule as a whole, like, instead of focusing on one race, it's just, like, all the quote-unquote peoples of it?
1: I mean, technically, since it's, like... Yeah. A mind area. Like, it's not an actual physical reality. They could literally put anything in there. It doesn't have to sure. be something that's already in existence, right?
3: And, like, with the Ananta, you had it where you were bringing in all these different peoples of Alamigo together. Even mm-hmm. though it was ostensibly about this one group, it ended up being about, like, how all of them are working and interacting together. So you could take that kind of angle on it.
1: It'd be Medion and all of her sisters.
2: Uh,
3: you think they're like Skittles? So you think there's, like, hesitation? <laughs> just thinking about the mount reward you get when you get high enough rank. Is it Such just hesitation? Zenos? Is it just like a, a medion
0: that flaps her head it's, wings?
1: And <laughs> Zenos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, it's probably Zenos. <laughs> <laughs> and it could hold hey, eight hey, players hey. with a disc on it, like a square on his
3: back. They, they could for they like they were very specific about like, oh yeah, his body and whatnot are off in this dimensional space. And we can retrieve it and use it as a mount. I, uh, by the way, I looked over the
0: Q&A, and I love that. It's like, yeah, he's he's dead, right? Right? Question mark? <laughs> I hated that answer so much. Uh, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, let him like, die. Like, really? You're going to leave leave an angry he's... person at the end of the universe? Just right there?
4: Right now, I think he's clearly just like Schrodinger's antagonist. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. They they pl- uh, My my gut feeling is that they plan on him being dead, but don't have the fortitude to commit to it. That they're not. They don't have the confidence to commit. So like, they're casually dating the idea of Zeno's being dead right now.
3: Yeah. Someone, p- oh, I heard put it as it's like the idea of innocent until proven guilty, dead until proven. Really cool in a cutscene.
2: Yeah.
4: Gaius lives.
3: Uh.
4: <laughs> hey, yeah, Gaius can come back. That's... The, the,
2: yeah. the,
3: like, my, my encyclopedia Aorzia has Moose's signature with hashtag Gaius lives. Vintage 2014...
4: Or no, 2016, 2016 Gaius, Gaius lives. Gaius lives. Memes.
3: <laughs> Beautiful.
0: I don't think anybody wants really... Well, I don't want Xenos to live. I'm kind of like, I'm okay with it. But I, I have a feeling he'll... If he's going to come back, he's going to come back in like... Rather in a spirit form, in some sort of like, you know, hey friend, like hey friend, remember the the the, the, the like, or like oh okay, f- faded memory of of person. He past. got to
3: burn out his candle at the end of the universe in the single most glorious way possible. I have to feel like he would think it would be an insult to everything he ever cared about if he were back in any form.
4: I have spent. I have spent a lot of time posing this question to myself and others about mm-hmm. various characters and in terms of like what I think about how the character played out. Like, okay, let's let's use Zenos as an example. Zeno surviving the situation. Yes, that's what you want for him, but is it what he wants for him? No. Which is the much bigger question to me because I feel like his biggest fear was having to live over long in a world that had nothing to offer him.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So like, even though all of this was for a disappointing end in a way. Like we see him like laying on the ground having that post-nut clarity before he fades away. And like maybe that was disappointing, but does that mean that he like wants to come back? I doubt it.
1: Yeah, Chad's Chat's coming really hard into the uh, you know, he's dead, but his body's still around, and they've had a lot of precedent to this expansion with people observing your body and Daniel and Crew, like, let his model die. <laughs> so, uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't think yeah. they're gonna bring his body back. If anything, it would be. I did it with uh, a sigh No, we don't. Yeah, but once, like, you yeah, can't. They're not like, like, yeah, like, you can't just keep <laughs> reusing. So I mean, eventually, like, something's gonna set in, right?
3: Like, green, right. green or like. like There's next what yes. next everyone who died was just hit with a sleeping potion yeah and like how many like his throat got repaired at some point come on
1: <laughs> we actually at, just woke up and we're still stuck in storm blood did they just
0: put at like, some a, like you you just at some point yeah. you just hit the
4: x-files at some point the x-files level of no one ever dies like and a, that's frustrating xenos is
0: gonna show up like the roach suit in men in black he's like sugar water <laughs> 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 Water with sugar. <laughs> like just like, like, all right, dude, let's go. Alright. Just eat me envy.
4: <laughs> it does it does feel like they were setting him up to like kick in the door in 12.0 during some crucial cutscene, like, hey, remember Zenos? but I wish they would just commit, because like it was such a good end. He's <laughs>
1: back in killing all of our friends. Like Papalimo, no question, he got he went. Mm-hmm. We had like um, Brita, no question. She went harsher font, no question. He went. Yeah, yeah. They Zenos made a deliberate two expansions afterwards.
4: They made a deliberate choice to not show a dude who survived having his head almost cut off dissolve into mist. That was a choice.
2: Yeah.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible choice. choice. They did show his
3: chest stop moving though. Like you always notice, like the little stuff like moving, just breathing, and it did stop moving. He was just so super relaxed. Yeah. It's... <laughs> He got
1: his, so yeah. <laughs> as we said, post nut clarity. I yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's what he did. Uh, bring Anfilia uh, back if Xeno's comes back. No, lo- lo- let me the test of your re- Vincent
3: D'Onofrio's live action Xenos. <laughs> the test of your reflexes was making sure you didn't get any of it on your face.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I you wanted me as a guest. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Susan just said that Minfilia is back because we have Argos. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Persona.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna We've go take a, over that. Go so is
1: Minfilia. Minfilia.
0: I'm gonna go. I was gonna say I'm gonna go take Minfilia to get a pup cup.
4: I spent. <laughs> I, I spent my whole Endwalker experience just like making jokes about like c- if i could send a screenshot of this back in time if i could send a summary of this back in time like just no context just send <laughs> it back into the future yeah, and then fan daniel dies and zodiac dies and the moons a spaceship piloted by bunnies like who would believe it now i'm sitting here thinking like just send the in Philly a dog back in time just a <laughs> screenshot no words no explanation just having people look at it terrified we're gonna get there she's gonna be like then <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll, I, oh, I was hoping that's where you were going and I was not disappointed. I,
0: part, <laughs> parts of me loved that like we land on the moon and there's so much like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And it's like, oh, Allegan spaceship. Oh my god, oh my god.
2: Like, <laughs> I,
3: yeah, that's a given. <laughs> I,
1: was like, I feel like right. someone needs to put an edit of that cutscene in uh, Shadowbringers from the beginning in Amarang, and then once it's halfway done then you cut it to the close-up of
3: uh Argos. <laughs> Especially Mike, maybe with the line about how Argos is uh waiting for you to get finished with petting.
4: Yeah. But like what are the implications there? Because they like they clearly wanted us to associate the two images, but it's like if you consider how long Argos has been a thing, and then when Minphilia went into the sea, like when she became word of the mother, was idly, just like you should braid your hair like this. Why? Yeah. No, no reason. I just think it looks good on you. It just looks cute.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the other question: Did Minfilia ever meet Argos? Like well, when was, she went into the sea, was Argos there? Like, did she meet it, become friends, and be like, "Hey, look, we match."
2: That would be peak
4: Minfilia. Oh, I love your braid. Oh, Let God. me do it.
0: Or, or is it Indiana in a... Jones uh, like dog name situation where he's like, "Indy was the dog." Like,
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Once an Asim, always an Asim.
1: <laughs> Accurate. Hey, look at all the Asims we know
2: so far. <laughs> Shards and, yep. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, we just like to party, that's it.
2: <laughs> to be fair,
1: Ardbert did not, never took on his... Um, what's his name? Why am I blanking on the name? Bird.
0: Took on his bird?
1: Oh, the Amaro. Amaro. Yeah, the Amaro. Seto.
3: you forgot Seto, you monster. (laughs) I forgot.
1: Um, Sorry, I'm going to let you post your link. Yay! You You can post your link. Um, Oh, and Susan also let you post your link. Uh, So yeah, Seto. Yes, yes. No, no. Seto Kaiba. Uh, (laughs) There's no like Ardbur and Seto. Like they didn't look alike. No. That that's good. So it's
2: it's not necessarily. <laughs> we might have broken the chain. <laughs> it's fine. No, I mean it's good. It's, you know. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm Philly dog. It's great. It's- so uh let's i mean first of all like since you're i mean moose already kind of alluded to it, but i don't think any of us could have explained what the hell happened this expansion like i mean we could have at the end of it but i don't think any of us were prepared what the hell was going to happen
4: my slogan for the entire thing is you could take this entire like the entire plot outline and you could send it back in time with like pictures of Yoshida talking about it, audio recordings of meetings. You could send all of it back and leak it a month before Endwalker came out and no one would have believed it was real. They'd be like looking at video of Yoshida talking about it, like nice deep fake. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Level
3: 83 is where everyone's bingo cards just went in the shredder. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. It really did. I remember doing it. All I could think of was like, should we check in on like Moose and Sarah? Because I don't think they're gonna be okay. And then I looked and you neither of you had gotten there yet. I'm
0: like, oh no. Oh no, once we hit I, time travel, I knew Moose wasn't okay. Like I had like I didn't need to oh, check. No, this in. this is before I
1: like once we hit uh, the moon, oh, I knew I we moon. weren't okay. Like <laughs> uh, the, uh, once we hit once we hit time travel, it was just n- <laughs> oh,
3: I was laughing. I was cackling like a madman throughout <laughs> the entire thing. I loved every mo- ridiculous moment of it. It yeah. was great. Now I, just like... I, I like the subversion of expectations. I, I watched for those of you who are familiar with Haruhi. I gleefully watched every episode of Endless Eight. I appreciate a good, well-executed troll. <laughs> uh, a a uh, a arc about a time loop where, in order to give the audience the feeling of what it was like for the person who could experience the entire time loop, they did these. Th- Mostly the same episode eight times in a row, each time freshly reanimated and re-recorded with subtle differences. The audience was so mad; it was beautiful.
1: I think Team Epic tried this as well, but like completely on purpose.
0: The, the I mean, the payoff for like like
3: this whole time,
2: <laughs> this oh. whole,
3: whole time, this whole damn time. <laughs> Now that said, if anyone believes for a moment that this was planned since 1.0, no, no, this like that would do a disservice to the sheer level of brilliant
4: seat of the pants fuckery that happened here. My my stance on the whole thing was like I had a list of theories that I liked and a list of theories that I hated and a list of things that I wanted to be addressed. And somehow Endwalker was able to address all of the things that I think should be addressed while validating very few of my expectations and throwing everyone's everything into the trash and just going mm-hmm. like full 11th hour Final Fantasy crazy, yeah. which is like very on brand for the franchise. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was, it it's was probably the for the Final best, Final I didn't get what I wanted.
3: <laughs> it turns out we don't
4: know what we want. Something True. new, but not what I've already done, but, you know, the same. More of the same, but new. Yeah. <laughs> Which is technically what they delivered. Yeah. I feel like I should find it just that. just
1: wasn't t- the same as 14.
3: <laughs> I feel like I should find that Simpsons line where they're giving the feedback about what they want Itchy and Scratchy to be. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's basically it's basically yeah. forum discourse on where 14 should go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I do you think whoever decided that they were going to, like, take answers and use that as kind of an outline for the whole expansion, credit to them how, like, they've made it all fit so that you can kind of look back and be like, oh, we actually had all of this all along. Like, no. They just built it to look like that.
0: Like, really, well, well done. done. Yeah, they did a good job. And also, I mean, much like Itchy and Scratchy, oh, unlike Itchy and Scratchy, when they added Poochie this time around, it actually worked, so.
3: Good on that. <laughs> so.
0: That's a deep. It's a
3: deep Ultimate cut. Tool needs me.
0: It's <laughs> a deep cut for all the Simpsons fans out there.
2: <laughs> oh. Uh,
0: so what? What was your like? Were, ultimately, I, I mean, I, there. I know there some people like. Do you think that anything carried over, like, I mean, we know that basic things carried over from 1.0, but do you think there's anything that threaded, like, through all of this from one point, other than, like, names and and stuff
4: like that, like... Like, deliberately or incidentally? Either. (laughs) Adventure bullshit saves the world. All right. (laughs) Nailed it.
3: Good. Well, boys, our job's done. that, that, (laughs) That is pretty much, like, Venat in one line. I uh, I remember talking with some friends that I am really worried about when you get to Elpis it's like okay thinking that Venal was going to be like what Hermes turned out to be it's like okay this like and then being like oh nope she's very clearly an Asim she has us figured out in one sentence and she is having just as much fun pushing buttons as anyone else it's like okay you are the spirit of this adventurer bullshit that just goes through and wants to see stuff and saves the world and you know what it's all gonna be okay like, so I was says, so worried, not, and then it was that, and it was beautiful. Susan says, Vinod is the best wine ant. Yes, <laughs> she is Crystal Wine Ant, and it is wonderful. Mm-hmm.
1: She is the shit poster of that group.
3: It really is, yeah. Yeah, like I know Moosehead always had the thing of like, Crystal Mom loves you and tried her best. And after the Elpis sequence, I changed it to Crystal Mom loved you and tried her best. And she's also a huge troll, so good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think?
0: Uh, so this was part of the Q and A. Then what do you think? Like, if somebody asked like, "Oh, you know, is you know, was she truly evil for splitting okay. the planets?" I know because that was really one of the questions, right? And then I said, like, they had to answer, be like, "No, she's not
4: evil, but she is." She, she is uh, I am like, <laughs> like, I can, can someone... feel my anxiety rising, rising, <laughs> like, right someone... now, like, do you want to open this can of worms in public with people watching? Like, <laughs> she is, yeah, not? Not <laughs> <to> Twitter.
3: <laughs> she is someone who told you something true that you didn't want to hear. And for a lot of people that is synonymous with evil.
4: Yeah, yeah, that is oh, that's good. I like
2: that.
3: Yeah. That is I like this is this is why I say the hot takes. You still haven't posted the M. night Shaywilen one. Listen, that, I know. that that, that
2: may be a better
3: explanation
0: of what they did they gave on the Q and A. That it really <laughs> is because people are like, oh, you know, do like why split the plan? Like I get it, like I understand it's also like, like why i also feel like Z- zenos is a form of like oh you know the the player character in a in a sense
3: cuz he's like, like zenos uh, is the player who skips cutscenes d- well <laughs> <laughs> yes that yeah,
1: and I, he just comes I, back I, in every now and then being like hey, can i fight you now no, no. okay i'll come back later
0: yeah uh what <laughs> if He paid attention to
1: the cutscenes, he would what,
0: know when we're busy. What did you answer, Zenos? When Zenos asked you the question, like, Are you are you you know, are you a venture just like I answered yes, that's me. I of course I am. I'm always looking for you know
3: it would be dis- it would be I am totally there to help people and save the world, and it would be dishonest to not admit that yes, I have that joyful flow state of figuring out a fight and going through the stuff like I am still a gamer as well.
4: Yeah. I upset I sat on that menu for probably over a minute. Um, Same. (laughs) Like, I felt like I lost a bet is, I think, the best way to put it. Like, I went into Endwalker terrified that Xenos was going to suck up all the oxygen and be one of these big final bosses. And I hated the idea of that because like he's just like a dude who wants to fight one other dude. If the whole world gets dragged into that, it doesn't like give you a lot of opportunity to reflect on what life means, what conflict means, what it meant for us to bring everyone together. Like, yeah, the world's under threat, but like from a guy who wants to punch another guy. So like I was terrified he was going to suck up all the oxygen and then he shows up. After I have been making jokes for hours, like, bro, if you want to fight, just help me kill the sound. We'll throw down. Like,
2: he (laughs) shows up.
4: So he shows up and he does it. So already I can't even be mad. Like, (laughs) yeah. And then after all of the misunderstanding us that he's done, like, Mm -hmm. he first accused us of being, like, you know, kind of a beast who understands like that we want to live and fight and breed and that's all we were you know we're embracing that life and he was kind of wrong there and then he came back and he was like well we have such a need to be a hero that if he becomes a big enough villain we will eventually come after him and he was kind of wrong there and he realized that fan daniel's plan wasn't really working out for him and he comes up to you at the very end of the game after he has respectfully sat aside and not ruined my experience Mm -hmm. and he comes over and he like he just lays out like hey No one's around. We're not dragging anybody into it. No one's ever going to know. The world's not under threat. And I think sometimes you like a challenge for its own sake. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Slam that first option. So like, I I felt like I lost a bet to Natsuka Shikawa that he was a great addition to this game. (laughs) So three That's of us answered of- the same. <laughs>
0: Quentin's the only outlier.
3: We know who we
0: are. Yeah, we do. Three of us are just like, you know what? Let's go. Let's, let's tussle, blonde boy. <laughs> and plus it felt good. Like, I'm sure lalafels felt good punching. <laughs> that punching scene felt like. <laughs> oh my God, that scene looked ridiculous. <laughs> I'm
2: not a
1: Lala fell.
0: No, but I wonder if it, see, I wonder if it also gave, if you picked a different option than that, if it, that fight didn't happen and he just stood at the end of the world, <laughs> just sulking.
1: That would be funny, but I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either, but it would have been, it would have been <laughs> yeah. pretty great if you just walked away and he was just like, fine.
1: <laughs> it just sits there like a puppy.
3: <laughs> yeah, him. just like, I'll stay here. <laughs> like, well, shit. Can you call me an Uber?
2: right
1: Uh, i'm still surprised they're like we're gonna use all the energy and the primals and everything to power the ship to go all the way there except now we can make round trips whenever we want and xenos also could take a ship to make a trip there like
2: like like, like it just just exists
3: in two places at once don't question it yeah (laughs) i mean so thing i feel obligated to point out any time that the story wants us to go to Elpis, it does require us to go to the Crystal Tower and to the Thing. Like the idea that you could just somehow teleport to an Aetherite in the past, how would that even work? Yeah. That's just there as a game convenience.
2: hmm
4: It really is. Mm-hmm. Now, why do they just embrace the mechanical obligations of it? Like, like, in the game, they were basically like, they found a way for living way to say, yeah, it's just a game mechanic, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that like finding a way to weave that into the world was very cute and clever because mm-hmm. like there is a balance to be found between a deep immersive world setting where everything always has an answer and bro, stop thinking so hard about it. <laughs> they just wanted to t- make the game not miserable to play. We are
1: tiny bunnies running at the ship, which was the, you thought was a moon.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a giant oh, 3D God. printed factory in there somewhere making houses. <laughs>
2: Oh, poorly that
3: dungeon uh, It's so weird, it's great Yeah, it's like... Also, as long as I'm thinking about it If we don't get a Loperit costume out of the Loperit quests, I'm going to start a riot
2: mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: we need a Loperit costume And we need the Gleaner bag Yes, mm-hmm. I need a Gleaner bag yesterday There is
3: pictures of my hell. character from 1.0 mm-hmm. With a backpack that looks a lot like a Gleaner bag I, I liked gathering all the stuff I would have done the MSQ on Botanist if they still let us do that. What do you think? I was parlay.
0: Gleaner oh. bag is just, just like crafting, gathering.
2: Could I'm you imagine? The Halloween
1: event
4: as a crafter or as a fisher. Could you imagine if this game really did play out as Tanaka intended and you could like parlay Zodiac at the end of the game? What? <laughs> like.
3: Yes, I understand, but have you considered fluctuations in Sunset wheat prices on the Old Dawn markets?
2: He's got a great yeah. point. Oh! <laughs> 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 I
3: Congratulations. guess I shouldn't exist!
1: <laughs> We've come to a Finally good. defeated Zodiac, and now the wheat prices have dropped dramatically, causing a worldwide famine. Oh.
0: That's Everyone ask just switches over to
3: Everyone just switches over to eating potatoes, which also helps with population reduction.
1: Yeah,
0: less Lollapel's running around.
3: Wait, are we talking about the same potatoes? That's okay, the joke,
0: yes. Okay,
1: no, no, all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you went and explained it. Just,
3: yep. <sighs> oh, I do all this subtle balancing of this little house of cards, and then flatus.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> I I said, been... <laughs> sorry if that's I pronounced your name wrong. I'm out. sorry. Alternate <laughs> universe where Xenos is a chef, and you battle him in a mes- master chef tournament.
3: Now see how do I make an alternate universe the main universe?
0: Now the question is, who would have been the judge out there?
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just sitting here thinking about that. Why'd you do this to me? Like instead of the golf bag full of katanas, it's just like the knife block, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah,
1: food war style.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, I guess the,
4: there actually I guess
0: Wars the Wars Omicrons. Thing? I guess you could just oh, like Wisconsin. slip food into the Omicrons and they just analyze it for like.
3: odd uh, Bert. But- <laughs> godbert, <laughs> just yeah. no, i think an omicron julian and then godbert for no apparent reason godbert julian
1: would be the one that does the the judging
0: godbert cracks in the glass he's like yeah i had some of that crystal too <laughs>
3: <laughs> no he just is there with no explanation given whatsoever he's just there
4: he just steps out of the portal with
3: um with greg yeah right now we have Hildebrand in here too why not and then yeah I, is because he is absolutely the type of person who would insinuate himself into this because hey, something it just needs going on. Also, I feel like you'd also said
1: the portal with Greg and Greg has this adverse reaction because they're cooking with chicken. hmm
0: Actually, I could see uh hanging out with uh, Hildebrand and Greg. <laughs>
1: To, not I feel not like they need not, to somehow get Hildebrand to Elpis. Not not for the <laughs> they can like, have a whole fun time there. Oh, I, I just no. want to point out,
0: not for the sake of hanging out to solve a mystery. Just because they like like I think they they're us as a player and they're just like, I'm just watching this all go down. <laughs> <laughs> honestly,
1: watching Honestly, H- Hifflodaius, uh, Emmett Selk and um, why am I blanking on all the names here? Hildebrand, Briardian. Mm-hmm. Hermes, put them all together in a room and watched it. Oh, no. I, I The problem is I mean, like, if Hermes... Met, in and itself, like, is this an alternate along?
3: Hermes who has some, has gotten some therapy? or Maybe Hermes, an antidepressant? No, no, I'm talking
1: like Elpis
0: people. I, I, because okay. if Hermes met Hildebrand, he'd have to cancel the project or speed it up. One of the two things would happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like this man. Mm-hmm. Th- this
1: could be part of the whole. You know what? It's gonna happen. They'll do all of that, and at the end of it, Hildebrand will accidentally hit the the mind wipe thing, and they'll all Iris. forget it. There, now. Iris, yeah. <laughs> and then, then there's just it's all gone. Oh god! And it'll I want somehow nothing because more. It'll it'll happen because Gilgamesh. Well somehow, cause he has he it's the same Gilgamesh in all the universes. Somehow he crosses over. Oh no. He'll find oh, a way no. to get back and will his eyes him.
3: wide in there.
1: I want nothing more
0: than Hildebrand in <laughs> Elvis now. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs>
0: nothing more than that. One,
4: one, one Gilgamesh theory is like like instant rage is like <laughs> You don't know what you've done here. You, t- you I mean have to
3: tell
0: me they're not, there's now. not, money, not I, one Gilgamesh
4: I, there? I, I have spent 10 years in the Final Fantasy Fourteen lore forum, fighting back against the Dissidia forces Yoshida to accept the multiverse against his will, and all Gilgamesh are the same. Gilgamesh. I don't know. He was, he
0: was pretty keen on the metaverse last night <laughs>
4: Not
3: NFTs, but the Metaverse. (laughs) Final Fantasy Cinematic Universe? Yes. All connected. I have
1: never played other Final Fantasies, so I'm just parroting things. If he wants to opt
4: in, he will let you know, and when he does, I will accept it.
0: You mean Gilgamesh and the Multiverse of Madness isn't coming up next? (laughs) That's not the next patch?
3: (laughs) I mean, that could absolutely be a thing, honestly.
1: Hildebrand was kind of on the first with the whole
3: uh, trial thing. Like, yeah, there's the quasi-appearance of him in uh, Heroes' Gauntlet.
4: No, it all all actually extends back to, I think, kind of the early 2.0 when they first name-dropped Delmasca. Mm -hmm. And... There were people like questioning are the worlds connected in any way. And Meihiro actually came out and was like, no, they're not. This is completely <laughs> isolated. There's no connections to any other game. Stop it. And everybody kept fighting over it and acting like like Dissidia <laughs> and Mobius and the jokes that they made and the you know crossover events. They proved Yoshida wrong about his own game. And like, so I felt like as someone who was into the lore, it was partly my responsibility to help hold <laughs> that line. So I would even like go to interviews and ask you, like, hey, I remember you said that you like prefer the worlds to be isolated. Is that still true? He's like, yes. So like I I felt like I had to fight that fight. And one Gilgamesh is just like it was a thorn in my side for years. I think my favorite answer from Yoshida was um my, it was when Evilise was coming in, and he's like, Yeah, well, my position hasn't changed, but Yasumi Matsuno is a god, and if God <laughs> says they're connected, I guess they're connected. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow think it's funnier if it, there actually are multiple
3: Gilgameshes that all ended up being dimensional travelers and they're bopping around between several
4: different things and you never got, overlapping with each other. You just, you've just found the solution. Okay, so there are a couple of games where they do opt into it. There's like three that are clear and maybe eight ambiguous where they're... It, They are opting into that idea of a multiple universe kind of thing. But I think if you don't opt in, you haven't opted in. So I think the solution to it is to have two of those Gilgamesh's meet. There you go. There we go. I mean, that's the whole thing. If you've got these parallel universes
3: and you've got, okay, this person from the universe became a dimension hopper, why wouldn't that person from at least a couple of the others also become a dimension hopper?
1: Or all Gilgameshes are shards of each other from 14, and they just hopped all the other games, and that's the origin. Oh, oh no.
2: <laughs>
3: you, you are a hair's breadth for claiming uh, things about the shards that I don't think you want to claim
4: in front of us. I mean... it's It's still not like... Well, every time I trouble. think it's over, every time I think it's, it's over, over, I go somewhere and there's someone who's like, Yeah, the original Gilgamesh was born in type zero, and the original Omega was born in 14, and they both met in five, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and where does where does Eleven's Gilgamesh come into this? I think that's where he went right after Zero. Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: and if you're if you're wondering when he took a break is when he decided to wear a costume to become Yojimbo twice. <laughs> Once in 10 and then again in 14.
3: (laughs) While making references to stuff that wouldn't happen until much later when he was in five. Because why don't we just break the timeline while we're at it?
0: I mean, if you travel around a lot, you probably forget. (laughs) Uh, How do you forget stuff that hasn't happened yet? He hangs out with
4: Hildebrand. (laughs) Okay, that's a fair answer. I mean, everybody forgot the Warriors of Light. Yeah, true. Well, that's because someone
3: didn't have a blotter when they spilled their ink. Things they forgot about. <laughs> Warriors are Light. I do love that they finally, like, years later came up with an explanation
2: for that.
0: Power, those PowerPoints were the yeah. best. For- <laughs> forgot about the Warriors of Light. They forgot about Dre. That's the things they forgot. <laughs> so if we do the math, Dre is a
2: warrior.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a 1.0 warrior. He's <laughs> old
0: He's old school. <laughs>
3: Oh. And belts. They forgot about belts. <laughs> That's true. They also forgot about belts. God, I was not expecting that stupid throwaway line in the, was it the Christmas event?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. So,
0: so uh, I mean, the story was pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I mean, is there anything that surprised, like, other than the things that, like, surprised us all? I mean, was there any, like, little thing that was like, okay, I didn't think they would have touched on that, or I don't. You know, uh, was there anything that was like answered that you didn't think you would ever get an answer from, like something small, big, otherwise? Mm. Do you or do you feel like everything was answered? Do you feel like we're not
4: like they didn't skip over something and like, hey, hey,
0: hey, what about this? Trying to like,
4: I, I'm. I think the best way to phrase it is that I'm surprised that they put the effort into explaining some of the things that they did because they didn't go in those directions. I think they like I think they gave answers that explained Fan Daniel like a little clearer than I expected and I was really happy about that. Uh, I think they touched back on the echo in interesting ways. Um I was surprised that they, like, kind of put that boundary between the Echo, the Blessing, throwing in the Traveler's Ward, trying to redistribute where tempering fits into the equation, stuff like that. Um, really just adding Dynamis on at the 11th hour, I think, was something that surprised me a lot, because they just, I guess, didn't want to retcon Ether yet again. It <laughs> was <which laughs> the only explanation that I can come up with. Um, I'm trying to think of something, like, specific, though. Just, like, something... What are you coming up with, sir? Mi-
3: I am mildly annoyed that they confirmed Lamarckian Evolution is a thing last night. Yeah. That you got the L's because, like, oh, they needed to hear better. It's like, the, like, Lamarckian Evolution is the one where, oh, you, giraffes have long necks because someone of them needed to, like, stretch their necks. And then over time, generations had longer. That's not how that works. Lamarckian Evolution was this whatever it ages ago. But apparently it's a thing here, and everything evolved in the same way on this and the first.
4: Don't you read Twitter? Are oh. latent creation magics influencing your evolution with your needs?
1: Yeah. So why did all the elves just evolve to be assholes?
3: How did you get two separate types of cat person on like evolving in two different shards? Magic. Also, yes. Apparently, Xena <laughs> things about Amro because uh, Emmett Selk had magic sperm. DNA. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: He got, he got out of the in DNA, so he's just like. End of days, bro.
4: <laughs> that was a very, like, we don't feel like cleaning that one up answer. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Chili was yeah. saying, say, Lalas are here that were very clumsy, so kept dropping things and so therefore evolved to be shorter. No, no. no. Lalas just have severe depression and the weight of their anxiety has kept them down.
4: Yeah. This, this is so many. I feel like this is kind of coming from the angle of that I've been Team Heidelin the whole time, but like, <laughs> I'm impressed to the degree to which they didn't concede on her. Like, Mm -hmm. I expected a middle of the road. I expected, like, a weepy, I have no choice for the Sundering. I expected, like, lots of contrived validations that make everybody look good. And while we got some of that, there was just no concession. Like even last night on the live stream, Yoshi is like all of Vena's behavior was perfectly in line with ancient thinking. And it <laughs> shouldn't have been judging humanity. I agree with Alfano. how dare he <laughs> beautiful. Just. And beautiful. Yeah. So like I was, I was amazed to the degree that they knew that a lot of people were skeptical of Heidelin and, we're so caught up in how like they wanted to share in the immortality and beauty and awesomeness of the ancients that they saw them in this like really positive light. And like I, I was amazed to the degree to which they just didn't concede to that at all. Like they had Emmett itself just like sitting there like, "Wow, you're telling me I spent all the Shadowbringers being a megalomaniacal madman with a stupid plan?" And I was just like. <gasps> <laughs>
3: Or the, bit where, the yeah. bit where he's like, yeah, I still hold on to my, like, they have the, I've seen a lot of people quoting the bit about how his ideals are inviolate, and not quoting the next bit about how, and yeah, they wouldn't have worked.
4: Yeah, yeah like that, the cool thing is, is that I think in retrospect, you can make a certain sort of sense out of it. Um, because we got confirmation last night that Vina just let him not be sundered because mm-hmm. it was, you know, she knew kind of the story that the warrior of light had told. And while she wasn't taking it for granted and acting like that's how it had to be, that information also informed her decision. And Emmett Selk says in the kind of the middle of the end there. That he thinks Vina did this on purpose, set him up to be the keystone that upholds the conjunction of time and makes her plan work. And he kind of struggles with it and tries to figure out like, is this an olive branch or a punishment? And I think in retrospect, we can say it's both because yeah. he didn't want to live in the world that survived the the end singer. Like he knew that the w- only world that was going to survive the end singer was not the world that he knew and loved and he didn't want to live in that world and the actions that he took enabled us to beat the end singer so i think we can say that vana allowed him to take a position where he kept his ideals and fought for what he believed even though he lost for a good reason that he still got to stay who he wanted to be and not have to fight for a world he didn't want to participate in and i think we get to like skew that and pretend yeah. that it was on purpose and pretend that it honors his legacy, maybe in a way that like, Yoshida didn't explicitly say. Mm-hmm. Like part olive branch, part punishment,
3: and a little bit like cuffing upside the head. And come on, dude, don't take yourself too seriously here.
1: Well, i probably itself, dude, someone troll Because it's, it's Hydaelyn, or not Heidelin. it's Vanali, like she's trolling him.
3: I mean, oh, he clearly <laughs> seeks out friendships and relationships where the people are trolling the fuck out of him. On some level, he seems to be a <laughs> with Yeah. Up to up to
0: the point where he can finally give us crap. Like he he waited for it a long time to at the very end just to be
3: like, and what about you, adventurer? <laughs> you think you're oh
0: over oh my god,
3: when he was giving off that list of stuff i was like okay i need to start writing
0: these down <laughs> He's like, and here and this and over here and what about all the other like copies
3: of the that, planets so that was one thing i had been a uh, uh like a lot of the previous expansions they'd be like okay we're going to have like this clearly focused thing like these one or two regions this place that we can really dig into and have more adventures afterwards and especially knowing that the Heidel and Zodiac story was going to wrap up in 6.0 and that we'd be starting a new one, I had been concerned about, okay, we've got kind of this shallow thing of things. What even is going to make sense? All of these zones that were for this story, are they even going to work for telling a new story? And right. at the end of all of it, I felt like I felt like this is a world full of possibility with lots of different places that we could set out from.
1: And they definitely made it clear that nothing's off the table, whether it's time travel, dimension hopping, space travel, undersea travel. Like, we literally have everywhere and anywhere to go.
3: I do wonder if they're going to keep expanding submersibles or if we're going to have like little Loperet rocket ships for the next company uh, airship thing. Oh, that'd be cool. The, uh, yeah,
4: space, space, exploration. Space, space,
0: space exploration? Probably. It's like, mm-hmm.
4: I just read that line in Yoshida's voice. Like, I knew. -hmm. I knew Yoshida was anxious that people would see this as the end, and he's been trying to like fight back against that idea. Like, this is (laughs) a conclusion of a story arc, not a conclusion of a game. There's so much left to do, and so when I saw that line, all I saw was you being like, "How do we get people to believe it? Make him at silk say it." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and I mean, like.
3: A yeah. lot of the stuff he mentioned was stuff we already knew about and just needed to be reminded of. So it's not even like, oh, this is a complete ass pull of, oh well, Mars will become a robot and Mo gets a cell phone. It's like, no, like <laughs> this was this was stuff that was being set up before. It's still there.
0: Yeah. I I think I think maybe it was like good eye opener, like at the end of like, was we you know we're about to step into the end, right? Like right at this point, like you're at mm-hmm. the cusp at the very end. And it, it, it it's a, it's a it was a reminder from someone this whole time that was been a friend, a thorn in your an enemy, and you know, whatever else to us was also just like, hey, dum dumb.
1: I've seen the tweets.
3: <laughs> yeah. And a little bit of like reaching through the fourth wall and acknowledging yeah. again again, acknowledging us as a player mm-hmm. and as a person who likes this kind of thing. Like it felt like a, a lot of this was addressed not just to the Warrior of Light, but throughout the thing, to us as players. Mm-hmm. Especially some of the themes that were being dealt with, it was kind of like, you know what? After the last several years of all of this vague gesturing at the entire world, there was some stuff that was like, was like, yeah, shit is hard. And we are still putting one foot in front of the other, and we are still walking forward, and that is a victory
4: in and of itself. And that was like a message yeah. I really needed to hear right now. Mm-hmm. they did, They didn't resolve my anxiety, though. Like, I'm still... I'm still very anxious about what, like, the next path is going to take. Because, like, you oh, got well, one you fourteen. Got, I thought you meant like in general, and I was like, That's "Oh no, taller. no, no. <laughs> dude, 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 nothing's going to reduce my real life anxiety." <laughs> 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 Not even medications doing that. <laughs> no, oh. um, let's go. Like, just focus on fourteen for a minute. <laughs> um, my anxiety is like in terms of storytelling approach. This was like big. Grand stuff like this was like huge, huge stuff, and I'm worried yeah. that they like can continue to enhance the scales on on some things and raise the stakes on some things. And I'm kind of hoping that this is the peak. And there are some things that validate that, like a lot of the stuff Emmett Selk said was, "Let's focus on the world, our world. Let's explore our world. There's so much more to see." And then you've also got that, "Hey, time travel's still a thing. Planetary <laughs> expansion's still, a you know, like so we've got." You know Thancred and Oriange, who are like, "Yeah, let's go to the new world. Let's go to Marisidia, Let's go to places we've never been." And then you've got Yshtola, like, "Yeah, I'm going to figure out how to get to the other shards." And I'm kind of like worried about which one's going to be the dominant thing because I don't want it to hit this point again. And that—that's just my opinion. I think other um, people might have different opinions, I, but I'm not a, for ten
1: years at
3: least.
4: I would. <laughs> I would throw in that a couple of the other
3: things they did was to get rid of some of the stuff that let it wrap. Like, Mother Crystal's gone. Like, yes. a lot of it got used to fuel the spaceship. Primals. And then the rest got used... To, God, Hopefully. like, the primal-fueled uh, spaceship was just hilarious.
4: They, Yeah, they basically, like, ended primals, but also made it possible for them to exist anytime we want to. And that's a little... Weird. Like if we want a free company to summon, them. Yeah, we have friends yeah. now. The primals
1: are our friends. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be on our island sanctuary. The our promise our of primals. point are our free
4: company primal <laughs> summoning. I'm nervous. Is going to hit a point where we like all go to the moon and fly it off into space and find some whole new, new civilization, like where the the Alagons went. And there's some yeah, like there's some huge war, and then Xeno's comes back, and it's just like,
1: <laughs> oh. I, I think I'd be okay. If they, was, if they, what's good if they had like another long overarching story, whether it's a two year story, a four year story, a ten year story I don't think they'll go ten years again but if they they have a long story and it kind of culminates in something awesome like this I can definitely see it, but yeah, maybe not quite the level of absurdity that they hit. I just want this to be the peak I just, I I don't,
4: I I sit here and I think about like Rhapsodies of Eorzea where the moons (laughs) fly in through space and Xenos is clinging to the back (laughs) rocket like a xenomorph and I just like (laughs)
3: Minifalia oh. is back, trying to stop it. Yeah, <laughs> just let me retire. <laughs>
4: I just want to retire.
3: I remember okay. a friend of mine talking about. I want to say it was Doctor Who, and how it was the type of thing where through the seasons it would be like, okay, like the Earth is going to, like if you don't do this thing, the Earth will be destroyed. The Earth will be destroyed throughout history. All this universe will be destroyed. Multiple years, unit- like having to ratchet up the threat level each time. And what really, the se- the episodes and the sequences that really worked with him were the ones were like, if we fail on this thing, the world will continue to spin and everything else will be right, but someone will die and some other people will be very sad. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and
3: right. those ones seem to somehow have the highest stakes. You're going to- and it's like, and we've got a, a crew here that seems to actually really care about telling a good story and treating the product well. So, I definitely share a little bit of the concern about it. I feel a little more confident, at least about this group. If we were talking about, wow, am I allowed to make that uh, go into that thing? Does that send us too far down a rabbit hole? I mean, you can. (laughs) I'm the the one that knows the story best. (laughs) You've seen the thing about Time Lord Guru Brash, haven't you? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: So uh, I kind of wear the opposite side uh, of this. Like, Sorry. I
0: was going to say, I think Moose's nightmare is, Xeno's you know, coming back and giving up, like, wanting to fight, but picking up acoustic guitar and playing Space Odyssey. <laughs> <is> Space Odyssey.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> could just get rid of all of that and Xeno's coming back. That's my nightmare.
0: <laughs> but also now You've he's the guy the who plays like gu-
1: acoustic guitar at parties. <laughs>
3: Okay, I know it wasn't I, what anyone was intended, but I, now I Qu- create a lot of Space Channel 5 crossover. Quentin's face is not like not only his nightmare, but like his nightmare in his ever
0: living hell.
1: This <laughs> the NPC that won't die. Yeah. Like, I, and I think my concern is a little is is like the opposite of what yours is, Moose. Like I'm worried that we just went through two of the best expansions this game has ever had. We had the Incredible Shadowbringers, we had a, a great ending with Endwalker, and now we're going into something completely new. How are they going to live up to all that hype while putting us back into something more mundane, right? Like, we just literally went through time and space to save the universe, and now you want us to go and kill ten rats again? Like, that's going to be a hard transition to make. And okay. I, I think the team is really strong, I'm just very curious how they're going to make that transition.
4: I think it's possible, like, when you when you say it like that, I can see the concern immediately, and then right alongside of it, I can also see if you just isolate the Garlemald arc. Yeah, I think we're already showing potential for being able to ground the story again. Like right. the Garlemald arc was very powerful, and it didn't need Hydalin and Zodiac and Asians and spaceships and you know a reincarnation, twelve thousand years of history. it or was, the crawling cutscene. Right. Yeah. The cries. Like, even the crawling cutscene. Like. That, that whole segment was very powerful in spite mm-hmm. of the lack of all of that at that point in the story. And I think it bodes well for the ability to go to somewhere like the Marasidia or, or, Mara or the New World and tell a story that's grounded and also powerful. Hey, um, we're the goddamn warrior of light and we couldn't save two sisters.
3: Because they right. couldn't even trust us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, is there a question of if we go to the new world? Do they know us? Like, I mean, yeah, we saved the world. We they saw shit, but I mean, does news travel that
3: that happened? Like, do they care? Do we, ha- like, do we have a photo identification recognized throughout the
4: world? I've I mean, been thinking proving about proving your a identity lot.
3: back. Proving your identity in a pre-industrial society really, really hard.
4: A lot of paper. pretty much entirely paperwork based. Paperwork in your word, Charlie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Charlayan
3: the- Char- is everywhere, and
1: sh- we have an identity card from Charlayan that just says "this dude saved the world." Char- Charlayan wow.
0: TSA,
3: Carl, like, are, we pre we pre boarded. All right, cool. No, no, <laughs> Int- <laughs> we go to work for the Charlayan Intelligence Service, and they provide insertion into a variety of uh, locations around the world, along with secret identities. Is this it is-, is it run by like the Lollifel that
1: you meet when you first enter?
0: Sure, why not? Yeah, it's like Mission Impossible. <laughs> I get to rip off my face at
2: some point. <laughs>
1: I mean, I already did. I
0: went from Jarek to Lollifeld to Bunny Boy. I rip off HD Derp Lander's face to reveal the good one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is one of those places where I'm like developing a headcanon and that like now I'm going to be disappointed if it's wrong. Because like mm-hmm. to answer Flatus's question, I would imagine that they have heard a lot of us. But, like, imagine what you would have heard from across the sea. Like, there's just this incredibly powerful warrior, and everywhere they go, the status quo changes, nation falls, revolution, huge wars, and yeah, like, places are better for it, but everything changes and everyone's caught in the middle. Like from their perspective, would you ever want to meet the warrior of light? Probably if not, the warrior yeah. of, if the warrior of light showed up in your territory, you'd want them to just be like, hi, nice to meet you. Here's some presents. Go home, go Depends home. You on the Do thing. not stay here. That's right. True. And, we just saw like how in, in Garlemald, how impotent the warrior of light is when there's complex systemic situations going on where it's not just one one thing you can punch in the face and everything changes. So I think if we went to the new world and there was that hesitation for us to even be there because of what it means to be the warrior of light and like... People vying for us to support their faction or change the status quo in this way, and you know there is bad shit going down there. I think it could turn into a Garlemald-like situation where it's still grounded, but we're struggling.
3: Side note: I want to go back really fast—the Garlemald sequence and how well that captured the whole Cold War aesthetic was just kind of beautiful. Yeah, and I need more. I need more Garley and Lo-Fi in my life. Yeah, that's all that's so I, it's all happening. It's coming, I general. That. I could listen to that that piece on loop. It's just like, this p- particular piece of music is just painting an entire picture in my
4: head. It was, okay. We can go back to the other stuff I just needed
3: to. No,
2: no, you
4: know, no. I, <laughs> no I, I 100% agree because I was like, I was looking at kind of like the, the Russian aesthetic to it. And I was like, huh, mm-hmm. am I imagining this kind of Cold War thing? And it's like, hey, here's some borscht. Nope, guess not. No.
3: And then someone goes and uh, the leader of the forces goes and commits suicide in an underground bunker as the people, as the invading forces close in. That's not symbolic of anything.
2: No. No.
3: no. I quote unquote love the fact that the blood spattered banner is still up there.
4: Keep it there. That was, that's like a. we should, That should just like be in the time bubble. Yeah. Forever in the time bubble. Yeah, probably. Summon
1: Alexander over.
3: (laughs) And then you go and do quests and be like, okay, we're going to go ahead and help you try to rebuild your Ceruleum industry. See, I
0: I had asked Chili in our uh, Discord, the Maelstrom Radio Discord, about, like, you know, because I didn't play Eleven, but I know there was like smaller story bits in Eleven, like mm-hmm. they like these more like DLC, not so much an expansion. And he said they were okay, like they weren't great. They didn't offer like a lot of story. They just more expanded on current areas and they did add new ones. I, and I, when he told me that, I'm like, okay, so maybe they're probably they they might do a little bit of that, but I don't th- I don't think they'll do that. Where I probably think more probably. so of the thing that they'll add. I think, like, maybe, like, Quentin said, like, maybe one or two expansion storylines, wrap them up in nice little packages, and then
3: we'll be, you know, on our merry way. We got to see Santoto being Santoto, which was pretty delightful. Yeah. Uh, I gave too many years of my life to that game.
0: So. Anyways. I'm not, and, like, I mean, Eleven had great stories to tell, and, and I think that, yeah, I think doing 10 years is a lot it's just a lot it, like it's too
4: much it's, they've they've shown like i don't like, i i think keeping the illusion of it being one story was the hardest part because like this story has really only been in motion since maybe stormblood like the first two expansions were pretty much just like, okay, quick strip 1.0 down for parts, rebuild it into something more final fantasy, throw plot hooks out the back of a speeding truck. Just love us. Love us. Don't quit. Don't quit. And then and it worked and it worked. And <laughs> then, you know, heaven's word was okay. We finished season one. Let's get season two. Let's show them that we have the potential to build, show them that we have the potential to expand more plot hooks, more plot hooks. And then Stormblood was just like, well shit we didn't really plan for any of these exit strategies we didn't know which plot hooks were going to snag anything we didn't know you know where we were going and they had to take everything that was popular and tie it all together into one coherent narrative that had like you know a story arc and like an ending and I think that this story has really only been in motion since like Stormblood so like I think they would stick to stories from now on that are like two to five years and then like tessellate them, like overlap them from expansion to expansion. So you get like 1.5% of a story arc here, 1.5% of a story arc here, and you can kind of lock them together.
0: Yeah. And 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 that would make the most sense, right? Like the idea of like it it would fall in line better with like, oh, we're going underground, right? We're dissolved, but the the signs are all underground now. And and mm-hmm. like we can like you can say, all right, this expansion you're getting credit and and so and so. And the next expansion you're just gonna get it's gonna just be you and Stola and you're gonna do this and like try the hot planets, <clears throat> and then maybe Alfie and, and Alice. And please my couple, please like, no.
1: Uh,
0: but but the, I
1: mean that's. I can't stand an entire expansion with scions that I do not like. <laughs> please mix them up.
2: <laughs> but like,
3: I mean, uh, that, I could, that could Or also case. maybe like okay, like the main thing it's gonna be say Thancred and Oriente, and then the twins, and you'll have Estinian and istola in some of the side content.
0: and maybe someone new but and that side content is like leading into like the next door and then like it's just it'll be mixed in and then you can call upon people when as you wish so it's not so much focused on me and my friends doing this thing taking down the world where it's more of like me and my friends taking down you know people that are trying
3: to end the world or end the planet or end the people and (laughs) call me good i'll uh, also like with trust especially like the level 87 trust and we saw that oh hey you can have other characters who aren't necessarily like these are our best friends that we're always with we're like hey here's some side characters who we're joining up for with for a bit i'm kind of looking forward to seeing what trust selections they have for the uh 2.0 3.0 etc stuff i really Damn. hope that there's one we get like hori boulder gonna, at some I point yeah I, I was
2: actually that going night,
4: in a- i said that last night in our chat i was like oh man it's gonna be a hori boulder <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going in that direction from the opposite angle, like instead of seeing those people in the future story arcs, I hope that they only make like occasional cameos and like one cutscene like, hey, we're here. We figured this out, but that we spend most of our time hanging out with Coltonet and Hori Boulder, Ochre Boulder, Anor, like all of our, you know, B-team scions. I want them to go varsity. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Stories they- with them. Learn about them. Do you I think would we h- could
3: be with them? One of the times that Horry Boulder and Eanor were... or No, Ocker Boulder and Eanor were fucking. Like, her sister remarks on it, because uh, Hori Boulder's telling... Like, oh, off-screen? Yeah. Ocker Boulder is telling... <laughs> not, not,
1: Horry, well, not what's actually happening.
2: <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to get this into <laughs> a routine routine?
3: <laughs> uh, there's, like, a bit... I actually looked this up for other reasons uh, the other day. Uh, it just came up. But there was a thing where, the like... Cooking? Yes, Ocker Boulder is telling Hori Boulder about, like, I was eventually with Eanor, and, like, no, this is so great, and, like, her tender administrations have helped with such and such. And then uh, Eanor's sister Clements is nearby, and she's like, wait, what the hell is he talking about? I was the healer on that. Oh, God. Oh, God, no, they're ten folds from mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I don't know you if don't I necessarily it, want girl. them to be like randomly showing up. I, I could see them as being like the benefactor, right? Like they might kick off the things and then delegate it to other people. And then we deal with right. the other people as the like, I think it's still like their quest, but it's not like, they're just, they're like Menphilia. They just kind of show up every now and then and tell you to do something and you have to deal with everyone else in the meantime.
4: In my head, it looks a little bit like Sid's role in Alexander. Like, they're an important role in it, but they're just kind of, like, showing up to kick it off. They might be managing something, but they're not, like, the core part of our party in it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, also meet more Nero. Yeah,
3: he's busy having sex with his boyfriend, Nero.
1: And inventing machines to make coffee. Tea. Coffee tea.
0: Coffee tea. Chai. Chai. There we go. So, mm. so, what do you think is never going to come back? Do you, I mean, do you think that we're... The, Minfilia? The, well, the, well, no, she's the doll. <laughs> we the <laughs> could summon her. I never ride <laughs> her around. <laughs> <laughs> <Room Brita. laughs> oh, boy. Too fucking soon, man. I, I mean, do you think we're ever going to, like, utilize the Crystal Tower again? Do you think that's tapped as a
4: source? Do you think... I think that like anything is on the table if it makes sense to go back to it. Like I would have said that we would never see a litibus again and yet They actually went back to the tower and were like, yeah, so he was dusted. You know, he was collected by the tower, but he was dusted. So we're going to like satisfy each of these audiences here. And we're going to say we are going to talk to him again, but it's because the computer helped put him back together. So I think like there's going to be situations like that where it's done until it's not until they're in the middle of another story arc. And they're like, hey, we could use this to make more sense of this. And I think that's when we might see it again. But that until then, a lot of things are in that same place with Xenos. That it's, it's done until it's not. Until we look in the box.
3: Or until we expend all of his life energy to time travel.
1: Can we put Xenos in the spaceship? Like sacrifice him so we can go I fast?
3: I was about to say, as fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those primals just go right through you. They really do. Really do. I mean,
0: I, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see what like trials we're going to be fighting next. Like, yeah, on, like, like what's happening now? Like, or you know, like they yeah. they've, they've been slipping away with something They're like, hey,
3: robots and <laughs> and well, so, on, on this planet, <laughs> that is something like you, uh, because I remembered. Oh, what was it? In all the like previous stuff, it was like, okay, like the primals that we'll have, there's going to be Anima, and there's going to be the Magus sisters. And it turns out that, yes, that was true, and they weren't the trials, they were just dungeon bosses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Like, we've had a, like, like trial a first equals dungeon boss, too. Trial <laughs> equals primal for so long. And it's like, yeah. no, no, not really. Not at this point. Yeah.
1: I mean, it still was for this point.
2: Oh, uh, only on...
1: Uh, I still feel weird calling them primals. So we summoned think? them through lots and lots of uh, ether.
3: Uh, it feels like someone like I know technically yes, but it also feels like someone's being cute with the definitions in order to tweak our noses, and that's my job. No. <clears throat>
0: All right. Well, I got one last thing, so we uh, we can get out of here. So uh, I'll okay. I'll, even, I'll even start with Quentin.
2: <laughs> oh, no. where where
0: do you want to go next? Like where where do you what like what direction do you want it to go? Not like like six point. Not maybe not next patch, but like where what do you want to head to the new world? Do you want to hear to you know
1: where do you want to go? <laughs> Moose might kill me. So there's two places that I do want to go and I want to see, and they are both completely opposite things. Uh one, I want to go see Mercedia because I really want more bunny boy content. I just want to meet more of the bunnies and learn more of their backstory, their lore, their culture, their community, see more bunny boys in the game. Uh, um because I mean, let's face it, Aaronville was really, really good and we need more of him and characters like him. So I I, I would like to really, I really like to see them. So that's kind of like the calm one. Um, but the other thing that I want to see is the part that my moose might have more troubles with is I, I really want to see the storyline that they were talking with with um, Unakalhai and uh, what's his face that I again I'm missing the name the the boy that does the the mage quest line in Shadowbringers um, get the two of them together to go and like cleanse the 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 thirteenth
4: of the darkness. You son of a bitch! No.
2: Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I really want a story with the two of them. Like I just like both of them as characters. They're just like very innocent and so hopeful and just full of life. And okay. so I want to see stories with them. And also, if they're taking care of the 13th at the same time, that would just be kind of... Yeah, Thanor. thank you. Is it oh. or Thaynor?
4: Uh, Something is like this that. A, it was, is this Trinor. a Bennett Trinor. Razor
1: situation? <laughs> also, yes, but I mean, like... Oh. <laughs> uh. I ship them, yes. <laughs> but and they're also impact. like
3: shipping reference. Also
1: like twelve years old. So like, dude, how old are Bennett and Razor? Probably not that old either. But <laughs> like same thing. They can be very good friends. That is how I ship them. All right, well, they bo- could be romantic if uh, that, before, that's Before it. we start
3: writing fanfics. Sayor.
1: Sarah, 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 where do you want to And count? no looting the children. <laughs> that's a strict no. Just do not loot the children. No, there we no, no,
3: it's very pure and innocent, and maybe they cuddle against each other. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because it's cold day. and yeah.
0: dark. One makes one the <laughs> other one soup. Tell them to blow on it it's hot.
1: Face it, the 12-year-old boys, void. they probably don't know how to make soup. <laughs> yeah. What else will make them soup? Pizza
2: rolls. <laughs> <nervous>. <laughs>
3: well, see, technically, technically, because of the potat of the portals thing, Thaedore is actually however many hundred years old, so it's legal. See, we've got the anime loophole right there. All right, before we go any further into the anime loophole,
0: Sarah, where, do you, where would you like to go?
3: <laughs> oh, see, this is why I'm the ASM on Moose's server. Like... This is just what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, I mean, I kind of just want to take Emmett Salk's list as like a laundry list. Go like all these. I I like exploring. I like seeing the different sites. Uh, I usually end up getting the sightseeing log about half to three quarters full just from incidental exploring. So just give me cool places to go, and I'm a pretty good. Give me interesting sites to see, fun stories to learn about. I am not super picky on that. Also, poke through the fourth wall a bit, tweak mine and everyone else's noses, troll the hell out of me in an entertaining way, and I am good. Uh, uh, That uh, said, said, if we're going to go for a specific thing, Mm -hmm. I kind of want to go to that place of Corvus, just because... Like, okay, with... I had this entire thing in my head, but well, just like they've made reference to it, I am just amused at the fact that the Garlaya name translates to pleasant place. It's like, okay, it's a nice, charming place. That's good enough. I want to go there. Let's go somewhere where there's, like, nice meadows and I can have a picnic and then go down to the beach and drink Mai Tais. Give me some downtime here. Give me a beach episode. Have the dating sim that they had as an April Fool's joke back into uh, in A Realm Reborn days. Who are you going to try to date first? Rahatia. Duh. Burgers.
2: Nuggets.
0: <laughs> you get a burger and nuggets.
1: You knew the answer and you were waiting for
0: that. Yeah. And then after that, you can go...
2: Nuggets.
3: <laughs> <laughs> burgers. for nuggets and burgers. <laughs> yeah. You got the amount, sheer amount of memes of like uh, like 80 burgers. All. It's like super adorable. I love it. it's oh, one of my I, favorite
1: cutscenes, yeah.
3: I... Uh, A friend of mine pointed out, and I am just not quite sure at this point, is it that Graha Tia himself emanates all this romantic energy? Or is it the fact that, like, his voice actor is openly gay and everyone's just picking up on that and assigning it to the character? I
1: didn't know that,
3: so... Yeah, like, is that just accidentally setting off everyone's gaydar? I mean, I'm still okay with this and with Cloud it's just... Oh, but he's so adorable. I don't <laughs> like,
1: know, but I think we need to learn more. We should I was, do I was a say, uh,
0: swooning on that side of the the show.
3: <laughs> <is> ever increasing. <sighs> he's so, like he's trying to be so heroic, and then he's such a goddamn dork. And it's perfect. It kind. It, it, oh my god. Uh, we need him to be a custom deliveries thing, so I can put glasses on him. Then we're set.
1: Maybe that'll happen. No, no, we could never do custom deliveries with him.
0: To be honest. Just.
1: I just no, no. They would make him just like shirtless with the glasses and oh. just.
3: I mean, like th- that's the thing. Like if for his charm properly, you don't strip him naked. You keep him like adorable and all that. But he needs the glasses. What glasses is... are big for me,
1: or is... or it'll be the uh, like the swimwear. So it will just mm. be like short sleeves, open shirt.
0: What if instead that uh, you don't get to dress him, but you you get, you get to like design his burger and he gets to eat it like you and then you have dinner, <laughs> like once a week you get to have dinner with him with a burger you made and he gets to like critique it
3: okay <laughs> anything that adds more cooking mini games i am good with it. all right cool <laughs> uh i'll go ahead and go next uh i i, I really like the blue mage
0: storyline and it talks about the new world and i would love to see like just just from that and like that culture and like i, I want to see that world i want to see what's going on over there i i I want to see more blue mage stuff and it's a good way. And like what other classes could be over there? Like what other jobs are over? Like you're I mean, because you would assume that if we're going over there, we're going to get a new job of some sort. And I would love to see what they could possibly offer going over there. So Uh, I know somewhere uh, safe. uh, (laughs) Our friend safe is like gambler. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I mean, could work in theory. Uh, if you did like a dice mechanic, but who knows? Uh, so, yeah, that would be. I would love to go see the New World. I, I think that there's a lot of potential over there. Uh, and you, it's something you can always go back to, right? Like, you could set up the New World, go there for an expansion, and then go do something else, and then go back there. I think ex- there was a lot of potential
1: of with New World, but they kind of squandered it all. No. So, <laughs> might want to go
2: else. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> they just. they. They tried. (laughs) They tried.
4: Uh, Moose, where would you? uh... This one's kind of like a forked answer for me. I've got like for a like a for a good of the brand answer and for the love of Moose answer. Uh, (laughs) They're like in totally different worlds. But I think like I'm going to I'm going to offer an olive branch on the void thing, though, Um, because I think like the thing that made the whole save the void movement so triggering for me is because it was like, (laughs) It was all the people who were like, Heidelin is evil because I want to transform into something immortal and powerful and beautiful and Mary Emmett Selk. And she took that from me. And so like, that, those are the people who are like, yeah, we're going to, you know, just shove Eden into the void. And then my OC is canon. And like, that's where it was coming from. <laughs> and that's where it like started to like hit those parts in my mind. Like, For years, the lore of the Void has just been, it's destroyed. There's no ether there. The ether there has been annihilated. You can't come back from it. The things there are just essences that can never be alive or dead. And Yoshida's probably never going to give up Void's End as like a plot device. But I (laughs) I do think it's possible to branch off of that void story that we've seen so far with Unakal and Tainor and start, yeah. like we do that thing where this year, this year inside the time bubble, all we do is we reach into the void and we somehow reclaim an Island, mm-hmm. like something small. And we use that as, as the point of view to explore what is and is not still in the void where there is and is not hope and what we can and cannot do. And Mm -hmm. therefore, regardless of whether you save it, you get an image of what the future looks like. And I think that could be like a really powerful thing to explore because there's so much... They have a point. There's Mm -hmm. so much cool shit in there. There's so much cool art in there. There's so much OC potential in there. And I think to shoot all that down because I want to be Scrooge about it is <laughs> wrong. Like, that's wrong. I'm not going to do that. So I want to offer an olive branch on the void thing and say that it only makes me mad if we save the entire void with some convoluted thing that makes everybody's so sick.
3: I mean, we haven't even replenished all of Eden yet, so... Also, I feel obligated to note that the patch after this happens, top question in the next live letter, void housing when...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just... Dude, I just want my apartment on the first. I want a Crystaria <laughs> yeah. apartment so bad. All right, no, anyway.
1: a, a Raktika apartment.
4: For the, for the good of the brand, I think the right place to go is the new world first. Because you get to, again, f- keep pushing that Yoshida narrative that it's not over. There's a whole new world out there to explore. The um, new horizon. Oh, we're going to get them monetized. <laughs> <laughs> and I I agree with Flatus 100% there's so much potential there the Wallachie the Mamuk Empire they're where, like the nation's trying to explore it the nation's trying to exploit it the nation's trying to trade with it there's so much potential for a powerful story with a lot of conflict and it, 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 if you throw the warrior of light into that it's going to be chaos and i think that would be really powerful to explore because of what we saw in the garlem all dark
3: you could even start putting in more than one uh new world native american culture yeah, like, yeah maybe, maybe smart, not have them all be light.
4: one tribe yeah
3: <laughs> maybe like pueblo peoples or something that would be cool i don't feel like they get enough love
1: but for and the on this they people handle it well Always the problem.
3: (laughs) The good of the brand is one thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Japan has traditionally handled complex racial issues with uh, style and aplomb.
4: Abort! Abort!
3: (laughs) (laughs) You wanted me as a guest. I feel the need to remind you. (laughs) I am very curious
1: as to what Moose's uh, ideal scenario is going to be.
4: So like the good of the brand versus the love of moose. Like the the ideal is I just want to go back to silver tier. I want to wrap that up so bad. Um, It was the real focus of 1.0 and I just, Mm -hmm. I want it off of my checklist. I want to go do something awesome with silver tier lake and see the rest of what I has to offer.
0: Do, do you think we'll, real, real quick, and we'll get out of here, uh, do you think Silvature will be, like, what we, leads us in, like, we'll finish up, but then leads us into whatever is happening next? Because so, that's something
4: we could theoretically finish. I would, I would kill for 6.1 to 6.5 to be Eorzea 2 mini expansion. I would kill for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I agree. I think that's something
0: that
3: needs oh. to be
4: checked off. Chad is
3: pointing plus. out about, the like, the myths of the twelve
4: potential there. Mm-hmm. There is potential there. I'm really, I'm just, I I feel like as a 1.0 player, somehow I did get a lot of what I wanted out of Endwalker. I can't believe that I got as much as I did want out of Endwalker. Um, and all that's left on the table for me is just to wrap up Silver's here at this point, and I am down to go anywhere, but I feel like we are not totally tetherless yet. We have that one mm-hmm. string still tied around our ankle. Yeah. His White Ravens are legitimate. Mm-hmm. And no one will ever know.
3: And nobody asked about <laughs> it last night during the Q and A.
2: What's something?
0: put a question in that? Yeah, like oh that, or that someone did it and they avoided it. <laughs> someone did ask that question, maybe Moose, and they saw it. they're like, no, 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 no. Hey, Which question? Thinking... <laughs> like, what's up? What happened
1: with Silver Tear? <laughs> what's going next, on over Next live lore question. Yeah. Uh, I do you want to say like. I agree with you with the void thing. Like, I think it'd be really cool if the void reclamation piece was like a long, multi-year arc that we only see like a glimpse of every patch or every expansion or whatnot, cool. and it kind of slowly grows, kind of like we do did like the Firmament expansion, right? Like, mm-hmm. have it like a slow reclamation process and do the rest of the story in the meantime. But we always go back to it as kind of like a, hey, what's going on in the void? Now that would be. Right. I'd love to.
0: I was going to say, that would be really interesting, like do like this slow drip and then all of a sudden doing a whole like once we get to a point where it's like now we can do the expansion on it. Like we've been like spoon feeding. We build the staging area. Yes.
4: And then we can
1: push.
3: Yep. Yeah, I think it would be something where you'd have to turn some of the option. Like Crystal Tower used to be optional and then became required. And with this one, it would be the okay. you have to have all the role quests. Uh, done in order to be able to so that might be a bit of a bigger ask unless they change the requirements somehow
4: I just think there's a, a huge difference between providing hope and structure for what it might look like in the future and going all in
1: <laughs> I thought we'd learned that we shouldn't just go into a culture and assume that we're going to fix all our problems after Alamigo and Doma and <laughs> the first
4: <laughs> the warrior of light learned
2: lessons they barely have a functional memory. Uh, Who are you again? It creators
1: and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> right in the jugular. <laughs> well, with that. <laughs> uh, Moose, Sarah, thank you both for being on. Uh, uh, Moose, uh, where can everybody
4: find you? I haven't even found myself. Uh smooth. <laughs> so, You're right there. At AnonymousXIV the on Twitter. Uh Anwell A-N-W-Y-L-L on Twitch. I'm really hoping to find the free time to stream again soon. Uh Gamer Escape. They're like Discord lore room, pretty much anywhere with a lore room. But other than that, yeah, I'm still trying to find myself. You're saying Thanks so much we, for inviting me, though.
0: You're, you're saying if we had a lore room, thank, thank you for coming back. <laughs> if
4: you had a have a lore room, like basically what what happens is I set up all the lore rooms to ping me when people talk in those, and those are all the rooms I talk in. I have like one <laughs> server that's just all lore rooms, is what it is. Perfect. But yes, thank thank you for the invite. I'm always honored to be here. Sir.
3: Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at FF14Sair, FFXIVSEYRR, because I did not give myself an easy to spell name for some reason. Uh, various discords as well. I mostly just follow Musa Ra- I'm the, his Hyphodaeus to his Emmett Selk. You know that's accurate, dude.
2: Oh. <sighs>
3: <sighs> uh, Let's see. But yeah, lore rooms are great. I like doing that. I will inevitably turn stuff into a cooking room. Mm
2: -hmm. Accurate. Uh,
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I also like talking about lore stuff. I feel like I should be saying more here, and I don't know how I was... Oh, right. Phoenix Down Radio. Klaus is going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it. (laughs) Klaus is going to kill me. Uh, Yes, I am also... Uh, One of the hosts of Phoenix Down Radio, uh, which you can find on. God, he has a whole spiel about this. He's always the one who gives it something about Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. There's a whole bunch of dealies. You can just search for Phoenix Down Radio. I say
0: words. All the podcast places you can find a podcast, you will probably find Phoenix Down Radio.
3: I I mean, probably. Honestly, he puts in a lot of the work to actually make it functional. And I just show up and verbally shitpost for about two hours.
1: Me too. (laughs) Woo!
3: High five. And with that
0: uh, <laughs> uh, Team Maelstrom Aww. Radio uh, Monday uh, We do game streams Mondays and Thursdays At 6pm Pacific 9pm Eastern 2am GMT uh, Our game night uh, next, uh, next Saturday Will be another uh, Next week will be Another Saturday show uh, We have uh, Farthest Goose. Uh, uh, he shows up And uh, he's great And he's been around For a long time And he's a UK Friend so we will be doing saturday again that means next friday will be a game night uh that'll be at our normal time 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m est i'm sorry 9 p.m et at 2 a.m gmt uh, <clears throat> and of course when we reach 777 followers there will be a kigurumi stream uh, no one has uh, figured out quinton's kigurumi yet uh speaking of Quentin. Uh, we did it. The, we made the goal. So he will be doing a solo stream and he asked, he wants to just get your ideas of what he should be streaming. So like, what game should he stream for his solo stream?
1: Or send them to our Twitter account because mm-hmm. otherwise we'll miss it somewhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> Please. Or email them to us. You can email us suggestions or whatever you want. And uh,
0: But not, you, a you. not
1: a 300 hour JRPG. <laughs> What's
4: no, that dating plan game? Is for the one pigeons?
2: stream.
3: Oh. Hot to full boyfriend. How yeah. To full boyfriend. Hot
4: to full boy? There we go. <laughs>
0: I might suggest Dream Daddy.
3: Face <laughs> Channel 5. There you go. <laughs> is, is it, is I didn't mean to, I swear. It oh, is legally boy.
0: blind. <laughs> well, uh, with yes. that, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, we will see you all on Monday. And with that, <clears throat> we're going to get out of here. I'm going to also uh, hang around for everybody. Uh, we're going to be raiding somebody. But thank you all. Uh, as always, till SeaSwall is all, keep listening.
1: Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flatus Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on
2: today's show.